Yo, what up? And welcome to another episode of Straight From The Stands, an unapologetic, unofficial LA Galaxy podcast, hosted by four five my supporters, who bring you their thoughts and views on everything related to LA Galaxy, Straight From The Stands. I am your co-host, Smarts, alongside the always angry angel, his counterpart, level-headed George, and the man with the facts, Masa. This is Straight From The Stands. Good evening. What up, what up? How's it going, fellas? How you doing? Tony! Good evening. What's up? Good yeah, evening. Thanks for, thanks, for, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Yeah. I know I hit you up over the weekend and see if you're available. And I'm glad you are. Um, how you doing today? Good. Good. Good day. Yeah, right. We're getting going Monday, second week of the, of the year or whatever. I don't even know what it is. I'm lost, though. It's all time is irrelevant. Uh, but George, how you doing, puppy? Pretty good. Uh... Good weekend of sports. Fucking football was sick. Yeah. Uh, college football today. Yeah. Uh, home finally. Yeah. Uh, what's up? You think the Browns actually have a shot at this? No, negative. That's a no. that's a big negative. I would have never thought that they were gonna win yesterday, but I'm glad they did because fuck Juju. Juju <laughs> ruined my he ruined my fantasy football last week. I needed ten no in the semifinals. I needed ten points from him. Ten points. I can do it for you. I don't even want to talk about it. Fuck <laughs> the Steelers. <laughs> Masa, how you doing, Papa? I'm chilling, baby. Yeah. Long day at work or what? Yeah, it's been like that uh, after after the new year. I don't know what the fuck is going on. But That's why your fucking wallets are fat, though. Come on. Oh, yeah. You got some fat ass wallets, though. I mean, if you want some, if you want some weight taken out of those wallets. Let me know, dog. I got you. You know what I mean? Because we're homies. Nah, I'm first in line. Nah, nah, I'm first in line. <laughs> uh, no, man. Uh, so you know, I asked, I asked Tony, I asked Tony to join us today because he had a really dope uh, thread uh, mm-hmm. over on Twitter. Uh, so, you know, so he's part of Victoria Block leadership. Uh, so Victoria Block leadership, along with uh, Galaxy Outlaws. Uh, we had Lars, we had Galaxians, and of course ACB. Uh, we got a chance to to to, uh, to hear Vanny out for for a few minutes. Uh, before they they, uh, they officially announced him and before the press, uh, and then Tony did an awesome job of kind of really summarizing the whole the whole the whole uh, chat and and kind of putting it out in public. Something that I really liked, Tony. I, I know I reached out and told you that that was dope. Um, and in fact, it's something that kind of uh, you know we're going to talk with ACB about moving forward, doing something similar to that when it comes to uh, some of the communications. Cause I thought that was a really good way to, uh, to put the information out. Uh, but we brought you here cause we want to talk about, we want to talk about Vanny and again, you hey, know, hold on really on the other to... side of that, being the person that digested it, you made it seem like I, as if I were in the meeting, that show was pretty dope. Yeah. 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 I, I listen, I, let, let, let him hear it. Cause I, I, again, I shared it for the same purposes too, right? Cause I thought it was really well uh, written yeah. and it was kind of easy to digest. So I really liked it. Uh, and for everybody in the chat, if you guys want to check out the thread, if you haven't checked the thread, the links in the description to, to that thread. Uh, so go, first of all, give my man a follow and then uh, read that thread. It's really good. So we'll break that down today. We'll break down the, your thread. We'll talk about, uh, his his talk uh at the press conference we'll talk about his interview with uh with corner of the galaxy they, they just had an interview with them uh i think it was thursday or it might have been thursday when they had that pod uh so there's a lot of content out regarding vanny right now uh he's saying a lot of good things and i kind of want to get a t- sense of, of where we at how we're feeling it are we really excited about him are we still skeptical uh all that so we'll go into that uh but let's let's, let's go ahead and start with uh some news and rumors shit that we're hearing uh and I think the hottest one when it comes to rumors is uh, James Bond. Oh, sorry, Bond, the, the keeper. Um, <laughs> Jonathan Bond. Jonathan. What, 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 are, what are we thinking? Uh, you know, I, I 
first of all, didn't follow him before before his name got circulated around the trees. So I'll start with that, right? Like I wasn't familiar with him, but I did check out some of the highlights of what I could find from him. Uh oh, the guy is huge. Six three, six two? Yeah, like some, yeah, the guy is huge. I, I you know, I didn't I didn't know how tall it was. He just you could see like he's he's a huge guy. Um really interesting. Really interesting. Being that tall is it's we're gonna have some security coming in for crosses, right? Which is something we haven't had. Since Ricketts, maybe? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm all for I'm all for getting a goalkeeper if that means David Bingham's not coming back, man. Accurate. There any, you go. At this point, anyone is better than David Bingham. Um he's not he's not the goalkeeper we need. He's not the role model that we need in this team. Uh yeah, dude. I'm done with him completely. I've been done with him. I don't want him back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, I think last week we talked, uh, you know, when we talked about that a little bit on that he, he's, uh, his option, it was an option, and we hadn't heard news from him, so we're hoping that he was gone. Now with, uh, with, uh, with Bond being there, like, you're 100% right. If, if it, this means that's, that's the out for, for Bingham, then, then I'm all on board too. Uh, thoughts, on, thoughts on Bond, uh, George or Massa? Same thing Tony said. Uh, if that means it's bringing in a goalkeeper, uh, regardless of who it is, means David Bingham's gone. I'll, at this point, I'll I'll have a Klinsman start and then have a backup, bring in a backup goalkeeper. I just want Bingham out. Yeah, okay. but to to add to that, I like it just because you figured out how to get an international goalkeeper without wasting an international slot. How is that? Explain that to me, and for anybody who doesn't, I think he has. From what I've been reading, is he has like a a, like a U.S. visa or something like that, Mm. or some shit like that, and he doesn't require an international spot. He so I'm assuming at least has a green card, right? He's able to work here without being. So yeah, I mean that's that's a game changer. Um, What do you guys think this means for 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 Klinsman though? Right? Uh, You think Klinsman is willing to? You know, is he is he here for to for the fight? Is he going to fight for that for that position, or do you think it's better off to let him go because he could be a starting caliber goalkeeper for somewhere else? Listen, if bringing in another goalkeeper makes Klinsman not want to compete for the spot, then you could leave with, with Bingham as well. Mm-hmm. I feel every everybody in every position should be fighting for their spot. Oh, I, I can't argue with that. I can't argue with that. Yeah, listen, yeah. I, I, I think if, if, uh, we're all we're all we're on the same page where like, this is, this just is a good thing, right? Like just having a, a new keeper, his attributes, right? Just being that tall, like it gives, makes me want to think that he's going to give us security with crosses, something again that we haven't had since maybe Ricketts was the last goalkeeper. I liked how he came out for crosses. So, uh, yeah, I, I think, I think it's a, it's a, it's a big plus. Uh, we have Greg Vanny. Yeah, Thanks, Greg I, I Vanny. think Klinsman is a good solid, uh, second, second, uh, string keeper. Um, but I don't know if that means that we, have four goalkeepers at at a, at a time? Have have we ever had that before? Like recent well, memory? We we we've had Von Stegen. We had uh, what's my Eric Lopez? Uh, we had Lopez on 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 the roster already. They just weren't being used for a keeper. So, uh, and, and that's the thing, though, right? Like if we look at uh, if we compare, if we compare uh, Klinsman to Von Stegen and, and and Lopez, like Klinsman to Von Stegen or Lopez is a big step down. Right, like so, we're talking about like uh, backup goalkeepers. Like, I'd rather have Kingsman there if, if that's a backup over yeah. Vomstig or Lopez. Right, like either one of them, I'd rather have. So, 
I'm hoping to keep him. Uh, Greg Vanny in the chat. Uh, thanks for being here. Actually, you know, you should have joined us in a conversation with us. But Greg Vanny in the chat is saying that Klinsman is not is not on the roster right now. Yeah, and that's correct. Uh, he had an option that which I you know last week I mentioned I thought it was weird because it seemed it's only like a six month contract where we usually do like eighteen months. So uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm hoping he stays. Uh, and again, Bond Bond is is super. Bond is, will fit the fucking needs for sure. Uh, moving on. There's subject I, I you know we don't necessarily know how to address, nor do I want to make a big statement on it. Uh, but we're all aware of what came out on was that Saturday night, Friday night uh, with Pavon uh, and uh, sexual sexual abuse allegations. Uh, I, I you know you guys don't have to comment, and that's 100 percent fine. I think I'll just say this. Um, you know, and a case a station like that, you have to take serious no matter what. Uh, so you have to take it serious. I'm also not going to be the, juror, the judge and juror here, though. Like, so let the, the due process uh, take place and, and see what comes out. If he is guilty, then by no means do I want the cheese to be associated with somebody like that. Uh, but if it's not, then I also don't think like, you, you know, we, we need to bring down the hammer if the occasion ain't true. But again, I think the extinction needs to be looked at and, and make sure that they get to the bottom of that before uh, the cheese associate with them with somebody like that. You know, either way. Right. If he's clear, then then I think by no means that change anything with us. If it's not, then uh, then part, you know we're already part away, so there's no need to bring him back. Um, again, you guys feel free to feel free to share comment. You guys don't have to. I understand that that you know it's a ugly situation, no matter how you put it. No, yeah, I agree. They got They got to look into it. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, just timing is going to be crazy when it comes to that because you want them to actually look into it as much yeah. as they need to. But you know, we're also looking to sign players as well so crazy time yeah yeah it, it is it, it is 100 100 is and again i don't want to go deeper into that just because mm-hmm. it's unknown right now uh masa do you have any to share or should we just go ahead and move on no i don't want to talk about it perfect let's move on um all right so we'll, we'll start talking about uh about uh about vanny right now but i just want to say this like it's been more quiet than i expected you know, over the last week or two, uh, actually has been quiet for a while. Is this something we should be concerned about? Or do you think it just, it, it, you know, let's settle down, let, let's guy figure out what they need before they start signing in players. Thoughts? Yeah. Well, we just signed our, our, uh, our coach on Thursday. Yeah. He, I had announced Thursday. he had the weekend. I don't know. I I want to say if something doesn't happen this week, I'll be a little concerned just because I, I I'm hoping that he had some thoughts coming into the plan. I we've mm-hmm. already we've already uh talked about I believe uh, an assistant coach that's following him from Toronto coming back coming to us as well, an ex Galaxy player. So uh that's in the works. So I hope as much as that's being uh worked on, uh we're also gonna look for our players and it sounds like and we'll get to it. Uh, he has an understanding of what he wants. So hopefully it's just all about getting DTK, getting uh, people behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree. I agree. Um, it's, it's weird. In, right? the, like, go for it. in the, in the, in the presentation where they presented Vanny to the supporters groups, you know, before the announcement, um, it, Vanny made it seem that he had been in the role for at least a week and a half, two weeks at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, at least that's what it sounded like. And also, he he did mention like you know we've been talking and and it sounds like they would have stuff in the works even at that point when they signed him, um, 
so I, that's the interpretation I got from what he said. And you know, we'll talk about what he one one of the one of the questions that that one of the um, supporter groups asked and and his answer about that. Yeah, we'll actually, actually let, let's let's uh let's actually go go into that. Uh, and let, let me set that up right. We we got a we got an email from from CK. Uh, actually, Tony, you 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 want to set up like uh how we got here to having conversations about being included and having transparency, uh, and how we got to that meeting uh late November. Yeah, so um, I mean, as everyone saw, Victoria Block posted posted a um, a strongly worded open letter mm-hmm. towards the end of the season, when it, m- most of us in leadership felt that the team gave up, um, and we were, you know, we were mad, disappointed because that's not the level that we want the LA Galaxy to show ever. That's just not who we are. Mm-hmm. That's not who it is. So we posted that strongly worded open letter. We did email it to to Chris Klein, to uh, DTK. Uh, I did CC uh, Dan Beckerman in it. Um, and um, we did that. Then we posted it publicly. And we got a response from DTK. We got a response from Chris Klein. And then um, they also CC Dan Beckerman, those replies. So Beckerman's in the loop. And then we went back and forth a few times. Uh, once the season ended, we did set up a supporters, um, a supporter summit. Summit. Yep. So, yeah. So we met up in November at a, at a undisclosed location and it was, um, you know, some, some people from all four supporters groups from Lars, from ACB, from galaxy outlaws, from galaxians. And then a few people from the front office, um, Dan Beckerman did not attend. And I, I, I did ask for him to attend. I, I got a response. He did not attend, um, just to put that out there. Um, so basically what we did is we, all of us, we aired our grievances with Chris Klein and the front office of what we thought was going on. Um, let, let me interject here for one second, Tony, just, just, just before you continue with it. Uh, and for all you guys who, who are rightfully in the CK out train, uh, I'll, I'll give him this much. He, he, he stood there and took a beating for like an hour and a half. Right. Uh, like it, it, it was longer. A, yeah. It, it never got to a point where like, like it was being disrespectful, but it was definitely like real strong worded and it was calling them out on their flaws. And for what it's worth, uh, like he, he, he stood there and took it, uh, and, you know, admitted to, to a bunch of mistakes or how they could have gone, uh, how could they could have done differently about it. But he stood there for half an hour, for, you know, one hour and a half or longer, as Tony says, uh, and just took it. And so doesn't fix anything, but I just kind of wanted to share that out there, you know, got to give credit what credit is doing. And he, and he was there, uh, but go ahead and, and continue. Yeah. So we did that. And then at the end, we, we had written down some questions, uh, specific questions that we wanted Chris Klein to answer. And we asked those and he gave us his thoughts and, um, generally did feel like he, he does care about the club. Um, just, just the last thing I'll say about that meeting is that we made it clear that we told, we told Klein that we don't want to be here in November of 2021 talking to you about what went wrong this year again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to see improvement. And we just left it at that. We just want to see improvement. And, you know, that's where we left it at. Um, so yeah, the meeting ended. Um, 
a month later, we followed up with with them, and uh, we got a response that they were still finalizing some things. Now we know that was they're finalizing uh, Greg Banning's uh, signing, yeah. and um, yeah. That, so then we got invited to that meeting, and uh, they presented Banning to us before you know they announced him, and we got to talk to him. We got to ask a few questions, um, kind of pick his brain just. Uh, on the top of, of what he's thinking and yeah, yeah that's where we are right now yeah and and, and that's uh in the meeting that we're talking about right now is 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 reflected on the on the thread that, that we posted in the description uh and and part of what we're going to discuss about today uh and, and let's go there because I, I know uh like george and massa you guys were in the chat that i was i was kind of communicating to you as i was in the meeting as well so you guys are, are you know somewhat in the loop of, of what, what went down in that meeting uh but we just kind of want to open it up a little bit more and then talk about it more uh so let's do that um you know we had we had a little talk about ck came on and and he kind of laid the foundation out for 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 what was to come and talking about like the signing uh follow that up by dtk and, and i'm only kind of just brushing through this because they said a lot of what they've said before publicly so there's no real need to kind of rehash that um but then we finally got uh, Vanny there, and Vanny started uh, conversations, oh, his conversation about really who he was and, and why he, mm -hmm. he wanted to be here. Um, and, and there's something to be said, uh, and I've seen this on Twitter, and I'm pretty sure I heard this somewhere else. Like, it's, it's something to be said with, with Vanny kind of communicates very clearly, uh, something that we perhaps didn't have it with GPS because of the, the, the language barrier. But right off the bat, like hearing uh, Vanny express himself, uh, there was the instant uh, understanding exactly what he was trying to say. Like he's also also very eloquent when he re, when when he re responding and he responds very clearly. So there's no way of uh, kind of taking what he said and running anywhere else, which I really enjoyed. Uh, but Tony, if you, if you want, you go ahead and uh, you, you know like kick it off and get get started with kind of what he said. Um, yeah, yeah, he, it's other stuff he's mentioned in, in in you know his his press conference and then the interview with corner of the galaxy kind of like what his approach is what he thinks um you know the galaxy needs and stuff like that um it was pretty over the top i'm sure everyone's probably seen you know press conference stuff like that we i, I do want to jump into some of the questions we asked him um so one of the questions that was asked is um which we found was important was uh, res what responsibility does he have in scouting player personnel yeah. Because we wanted to see, like, okay, what conversations have you had with, you know, DCK and with Klein at this point? Um, so, yeah, he gave us, you know, a whole spiel, but I want to I say two lines of what he said. So he said um, that his responsibility with Dennis and with Jovan, and then Klein will jump in wherever they need him to mm -hmm. um, when it comes to scouting. But for player personnel, he said, I know and I have very clear vision of what I want this team to play I know the characteristics of the players that I want. I know uh, in certain positions on the field, I know the relationships that I want from our winger to our attacking midfield, to our forward, to our wing back. He's like, I have a very clear picture of what that looks like and what those characteristics of the players should be. And then he also, you know, he said, the team that we're going to have, um, we want players with exceptional qualities that fit exceptional roles within our team and then fit those characteristics together. Um, and then he also said that each player needs to have unique qualities and we need to bring out the best of those qualities. And then not every player should play, you know, the same, which is like, I feel something, something that we saw last season is just the players playing the same position on the field. 
even though you know they're, they're mm-hmm. on different parts of the field. Yeah, um, I, I, that that actually was something that really stood out to me too, right? Uh, especially that part of, of like all these players need to have unique skills uh, and not necessarily need to do everything right. And 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 as you we were saying, uh, we saw that a lot last year with you know look at uh, I mean prime prime example legit right? Uh, legit played in everywhere and and nowhere right? Like listen, shout out to him because he had a good season for for his stats. Like he scored some goals, he got the assist. But like there was a lot of like him trying to do everything, right? Uh you look at uh, uh Pavon. Pavon was a guy who literally tried to do everything, right? And the games that he was really off was because he was doing a lot of that, where he was trying to do too much. The fact that he comes in with that that mindset of like, listen, I need players to do certain things so I can work as a unit, as a as a full unit, work together, but not necessarily having everybody do everything, right? I, I thought that just you know, being able to express that the way he did. Um, it gives me it gives me a sense of ease, right? Because it's like whether it works or not, it's still up to debate. But he knows what the fuck he wants to do, right? And, and it's clear enough that you could tell, you know, a group of what 12, 12 fucking supporters what they want to do without having to, you know, oversell it or do anything else. Just straight up clear. Really interesting. Um, you know, and again, I think most importantly, that's something the players need to hear is that you're going to play this position because that's where you excel or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to hear that. They don't want to, you know, be told like, Oh, I'm going to play you here and this and that, you know, he kind of, he sees them for what they are and what, what their strong suits are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let, let, let's keep uh, going on with uh, what he said on, on this meeting. Uh, there was a couple a non non-player related questions. Uh, you want to hop into those? Like when we asked him about, uh, yeah, um, go for it. Uh, so yeah, Rudy asked a question. Well, he, he said something on there and he, um, Rudy said, um, I'll quote Rudy. He said, ACBM yeah. Victoria block will give you 90 plus every week. We asked you to get the squad to do the same on the field for us. And, uh, his whole, his whole line, dude, was just, you know, special. He goes, I appreciate that. And I think, uh, I said, we're a team that there's no way that our fans should be giving us 90 plus and the players aren't. And if the players aren't giving us 90 plus, then they won't be here. That's like crazy to hear, you know, a coach say, Uh, um, especially for what we've seen the past few seasons. Um, And and the fact that he's, he's saying this to us, right. Uh, He's saying this to us. And he also himself said that he hadn't spoke to all the players yet. Right. So like, would I even have to speak to the players? Like that's his mindset. Right, like these players need to give me their all every single time they're in the field, no matter what, or else they can't be here. Like, uh, Masa, you, 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 Masa, George too. Like, you guys are big on like, then you, you got to get rid of them. We got to get rid of them. Uh, at least, at least from what he's saying, we have a coach who's who's seeing you guys eye to eye there, right? Because uh, those are his words. And again, I'm I buy the I I you know. I, I always take big cups of Kool-Aid all the time, right? Like I buy into it and then I get disappointed. So like, uh, uh, and, and I, and I know that. So like, I'm, I'm saying this out there right now, you know, take it with a grain of salt because of course I, I, you know, I'm buying, I'm, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, I'm buying into it. Uh, but it sounds different. It's like, to me, it sounds, it's, it's clear. You know, I think that's the biggest thing. Like it, it's not my interpretation anymore, right? This is what he's saying to us. Um, Again, whether we take that take that and run with it or or be more skeptical on it, that's kind of a personal opinion. But the fact that he's communicating uh, very clearly is, is big, um, big for me. Like I, I really enjoy that. Um, cool. And anything else from that from that meeting that we want to point out? 
Um, just just that. Yeah, he also added on to that that you know, giving giving ninety plus and then uh, showing up every single day and giving out their best effort and going out there to compete to win. And he said that's something that we want to do game to game, and it's not negotiable. Yeah. He said that's not negotiable whatsoever. Yeah, um, and then no. Uh, there, he said something about um, and maybe you quoted it or not. Uh, he said something about like like stop uh relying on the history and start creating some of your own. Uh, that I thought like was really key because like you know we've been like the fans have been talking about that like you can't rely on the five cups like you got to do something like this generation has to do something to, you know to win something for the G's right to so keep that uh to keep the club at, at, at where it stands today. Yeah, he says something along the lines of uh, the the players that are there today need to respect the the history of the club, and they need to respect that legacy. But they also need to create their own legacy that yeah, you got you know, the club and kind of hmm. and and just work hard to to leave their own mark on the club. He, he said yeah. something along those lines. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. you know it's true, dude. It, he said we, players, about it for new oh. players that are here right now do not get to live on the legacy of the past. Ah, there you go. I, I mean, listen. That, that's uh, in 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 less elegant words. That's what we've been saying. Like we we we've been, especially these down seasons. We've been talking about like how these players don't understand what it what it what it what it means to play for the Galaxy. These players are are coming to this club because they see like they they well because it's LA and they see the cups, it, but they don't add anything to it, right? And this move from the jump is coming in with that mentality. Again, right. That to each his own. You take it how you want to take it. It's good. It's a good sign to hear that, though, right? Like at least if that's what you're spewing off to your players, like it has to rub off in some of them, right? Some might not believe the bullshit, like just like our fans. Some of them might not believe it, uh, but it has to rub off somebody. And if that's the attitude coming in with, like it just, it just kind of paints the picture of what the the environment looks like in in in, in that locker room, at least from the coach's perspective. And that's a good thing, in my opinion uh dope uh is there, is there anything else is there anything else that uh that we saw there uh in the meeting that you you want to call out before we move into like the press and and the press conference and uh is interview in cog uh, i think i just want to reiterate what i said at the end of, of that thread on twitter is that every time he spoke about the galaxy it was our team we you know it was us um which is different to hear a coach, you know, right from the get go. Like he, he, he's, he's in, you know, he knows the history. He, he wants to bring it back to what it was. He wants, you know, he, he, he wants it to be how he felt it was when, when he was here. Yeah. Um, and kind of like that, that family feeling, um, which I, I think hopefully he can get the players to, to jump on and, yeah, you know, it'll it'll create some of that that friendliness that we see between like Jonah, between you know that we saw between Joe Corona and like Legit, like that kind of feeling. But everyone, but even even more so than the friendliness, like like you'll see some fight if you just care about like the club and they care about like one another. There's gonna be a fight in that field every single time they're out there, right? Like, there's gonna be players who want it. Uh, if they can buy, if they buy into what he's saying, there's gonna be players out in the field who want it. Uh, something we for sure didn't see at all last year. Right, because we saw a lot of them just that's, kinda, what, yeah. that's right. what we're asking for, dude. Just just yeah. fight. Listen, it, it, w- w- again, uh a constant thing in our show is saying is 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 that saying that if we would take mad L's but just play with heart, we wouldn't be that mad because we understand all right, we came up short. But the reason we we get you know we get mad and we start bitching in the show is because 
These fools don't like at least last year they didn't give a shit after a while. It was like, yeah, we just took another L. Let's get off, right? That's why, like, when Chicharito's streaming, like, it, there's it's a problem, right? That's why when he's doing advertising for for you know Budweiser Seltzer or whatever fuck it is, like, that's why it's a problem because like there, it looks like there's effort here and there's no effort in the field, all right? Uh, but let's move on. Uh, actually, and let's move on. Uh, again, no no kind of order, just moving on. I do want to bring up because of Chicharito, I do want to bring up his remarks on Chicharito. Uh, I know he did it in the press. Press conference, I think he did it at CG2. Uh, the only one that did it in two was the one, uh, the MLS show. Uh, Masa, you know it? Uh, overtime? No, is it Overtime? Extra extra, 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 extra Time Radio? Extra time. Yeah. Like, I don't listen to that one. Uh, not yet, at least, uh, but I listen to that one. Uh, and he's, and he, he's talking about Chilarito, right? Uh, he's saying that he's, and, and paraphrasing, but pretty close to quoting him, uh, he's a world-class inbox striker, right? That's what he referred him to. Um, Again, listen, Chad, I know you're going to go wild and talk shit about Chilito because we always do when we talk about Chilito. But uh, as we said last week as well, like there is no avoiding this, right? Like, he is our striker for next season. So, and the one person who needs him, who was going to have to get the best out of him, is on board with him. So, that being said, what do you guys, what, what's your thoughts on, 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 on the, his assessment or the way he's expressed himself about Chilito so far? Anybody? I mean, he's not, he's not you guys wrong. go first. <laughs> he, he he's not wrong, you know. It's just, I mean, I I just I can't fuck with him, bro. It's, I'm just gonna leave it at that. He he's not wrong about what he said about him. That but to me, if you're backing up Danny, then that means you have to go tooth and nail to what he's saying. If you're gonna back him up and he's saying that that's the man, then put your feelings aside and understand that your coach is is uh, is telling you, yo, we gotta back this player up. Yeah, uh, again, listen, I, I said it last week, I'll say it again. Um, I, I understand the resentment. Uh, I understand the resentment with, when it comes to Jericho. Like, it's 100% there. Uh, it is interesting to see, like, Vanny look at him that way, though, right? Because he he could have seen it on TV. He could have, you know, read about it on, on the articles, all the articles that were written about him last year. But he's coming in fresh-minded with Jericho, right? Uh which I'm really interested to see because like he he's not holding last season uh, against him right now, right? Like he he's going in and saying like I know what you could do, and I expect you to do what you could do, uh, which is probably a good thing for Chicharito because I, I you know if GBS is in, in in the seat you know for this upcoming season, I don't think he's too happy with you know what he did last season, right? Uh, but now he gets a chance to do it with Vanny, and Vanny seems to rate him high. Um, but I mean, uh, as an incoming coach, and I'm gonna. Co- try to recap everything that was said as an incoming coach. I feel like you have to, you're not going to shoot yourself in the foot and, and kind of go out there and, and, uh, and throw your, your, one of your DPs out on the Island. You get me. And then kind of tell him, Hey, come, come produce for me. And Chicharito doesn't need that right now. No, he needs like that mental boost. Yeah. And I think he's going through some shit right now where he needs people to give him that confidence. He needs that confidence back. It's kind of like in basketball, you miss your shots. All you need to see is one shot go in and then, you know, you you hit the ground running. Uh, yeah. So I feel I feel Greg Vanny has been saying everything that he needs to be saying. He needs to, he needs he's saying it correctly. He knows his audience that he's talking to. Take it with a grain of salt, but yeah. at the end of the day, he's our man. We have to back him up. But I feel that the things that he is saying, it's easier to hold him accountable if shit were to go to shit in the future, mm-hmm. as opposed to in the past where coaches say this and that. Do I want him? Do I want shit to go down the shit? Not at all. But then also, he's holding other people accountable by his words. He's holding the FO accountable 
by saying, hey, this is what I want. This is the mentality that I want. These mm-hmm. are the type of players that I want. If he doesn't get that type, we know what he wants. And if he's not mm-hmm. getting it, then we could start pointing the finger and be like, okay, now we know. Now we know we can't just throw our coach out in the island like we did with GBS. Yeah. So the players just didn't perform for him. Now the things that he's saying are not only holding himself accountable, but he's holding everyone else around him accountable for what's going to happen. Yeah, and, and there's, a, there's a lot to be said to that, right? Because um, I think the, the, the biggest takeaway from what you said is, is that because he is being so clear, there's definitely tangibles that you can hold him accountable for, right? There's, there's certain things he's saying that, like, you could, you, could, you, could, you know, press him on that, right? He, if he's not showing these players can't give out 90, like, he told us that they have to go. So when they don't go, we go out there and be like, hey, you're seeing this because I know we're seeing it. I know you're seeing it. Why he's still here, right? Like, there's a lot of things he's saying that are accountable. And I think, I think that's, again, let me preface this by saying that I probably would have believed him even if he wasn't talking. That's clear. All right, because that's, that's just who I am. I, I'm, I'll take it for his word for it. But he is saying stuff. He's saying stuff a little different, though, right? And it's like clarity he's saying with. And it's also, it's also like, even if it's mouth service, like he understands what we want to hear. Right. So he has an understanding of what we're asking for, even if he has no intention to fix it. Right. Like, let's say that's the worst case scenario. He has no intention to fix it. He at least understands what the fuck we're saying. Right. Because he can, re- he can repeat it back to us and, and understand what the fuck we just what you said. And it's something that, again, it, it, it might have been like the, the, the language barrier with GPS, but it's something that I didn't feel with GPS. Right. Like, it was never that clear, that, the clearness that in three days, four days, uh, Vanny's been able to kind of set. And, and I think that has to carry some weight. You know, again, only time yeah, to tell. I, I, think, I think, yeah, what, what Benny said is just pretty much one, one putting, you know, trying to get in people's heads that Chicharito's here for another three years, mm-hmm. like it or not. It's what it is. But also yeah. that he thinks, he thinks he can build a team to support Chicharito, to put him in, in those positions where, you know, he can, he can score those goals and he can be the poacher that he is. He thinks he can find the players to to complement that well, and I don't know, man. I maybe maybe I'm gullible also, but I believe him. I think I think he can do it. I think he has, I think he has the vision. I think I think I think he probably has the confidence of of Jovan and Dennis already to to be like, this is a player I want. Make it happen. And AG, if there's a season where AG needs to put up the money to sign players, it's this season. Because like like we told like we told Chris Klein before, AG's been spending money. You're just not spending it wisely. Correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Is it hundred percent? Um. You know. Speaking of money and something I forgot in, in the beginning, uh, Julian, Julian uh, Araujo to uh, to to Tottenham, right? Uh, two things. First of all, like your, your initial feelings of like maybe not having him for next season. All right, uh, and then second, right now the only the only figure I saw was six million dollars. Right, so let's just say let's assume six to eight million dollars. Uh, is that a fee you guys are willing to let go, of Julian? For um, whoever wants to take it, right? Uh, I'll go for it. Um, I'm, I'll be happy to see him go. You know, you're young. Go be a better you somewhere else. You know where you're gonna develop and become a better player. Yes, but uh, for six million, dog, you can fuck off. Easily double digit player, double oh. d- d- 10, 10, 11, Are you serious? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Who? All right, now tell me who you're like comparing that to. Tell me where you're getting that number from. Give me a number of someone that's 
gone from the U.S. to no, Europe. The, um, there's a uh, what's his name? The backup for Reggie Cannon right now from from FC Dallas played half a season. He's gonna go to City out for ten million. Junior Rajo has two seasons under his belt, and he's nineteen. They're about the same age, and we're gonna take six from Tottenham. Nah, fuck off. Ten Different million league. minimum. Interesting. Different Interesting. League. Ten million minimum. Nah, Reggie Cannon I, went listen, for like twelve, fifteen. Listen, you tell me Junior's not worth ten? No, come not on, at all. man. Not at all. No, you trip. There's too much upside to Junior. He's worth <laughs> ten. On this he's market. In this market, he's worth ten. He's worth ten. I don't care what anyone says. Julian's minimum ten million dollars. All right, and then, um, I agree. I, I believe the inevitable is going to happen with him leaving. I'm happy for him leaving. Do I think he's worth ten million? No, because we were on here arguing that uh, we could get Pavon a DP for a discount for a team that's financially in hardship. But still, COVID. It, it is what it is. There's a COVID discount. It, it, you could call it what it is. And do you think Mourinho's and also let's talk about the coach. You think Mourinho's gonna be like, oh yeah, let's give up 10 mil for a player from the US? No, it's not gonna happen. Uh personally, I feel six minutes is is the right amount. I think that uh we've been on here critiquing Julian a lot, and uh we can't stay up here and be like, oh nope, now he's worth this money. Uh, let's say it for what it is, we've given him a lot of shit. He still has a lot of room to grow. And like you said, sky's the limit for him, but he needs to be somewhere where that's going to happen. Now, imagine if he has another year of a shit Galaxy season. Where is that value there? Yeah. 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 Listen, uh, I, there's, there's there's value to that. Um, and, I, and I think this happens two seasons ago or, or, season, or last season before COVID. I think maybe you look at 10-12, right? But then you're looking at Pavona being 18-20. Right, uh, I think you have to balance it, even if it's EPL. And also, I don't necessarily think it's like it's a bad thing to to export players to to the EPL. Right, uh, I, I think you export players, especially if it's like to Tottenham. There's a foot Tottenham, right? First of all, fuck Tottenham. But you export in Tottenham, it, it, it's a it's a big club in EPL, right? It's very, definitely recognizable, like for by a lot of fair weather soccer fans, right? It's a team that people know. And then the, the headline is, you know, young young Eddie Galaxy started moves to Tottenham or whatever fuck yeah, you yeah. want to put it out like it's good for the G's to be out in that right now because now you're looking at now you now you open the market or the eyes to the rest of the world and, and they can look into our academy right there's so much money that was spent into academy that like if we start that market or start start playing in that market space where we're selling off these youth man uh, we're looking at six six mil every year right maybe we saw two players at three mil or whatever is every year you turn six million and now we don't necessarily have that problem that that, that led us to this conversation where AG has to come up with all that money, right? Because if yeah. Julian leaves right now, if Julian leaves right now, he's a homegrown player. So I think it's like 90% of, uh, of, of like that profit comes to the G's, whereas only like, mm-hmm. uh, like a very minimal amount goes to the league because he's a homegrown player. Uh, and this, is, this is the, <laughs> I believe this is the bridge into the EPL. Imagine if, if we sell Julian for six mil, he goes out there and fucking kills it. Now the next time that mm-hmm. a Europe club comes out there, be like, okay, look, it's proven that we could develop players. And you've seen what happened with one of the top teams in 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 uh, in Europe. Now mm. let's talk about the now let's talk about the money a little bit more. So yeah. shit, if we lose two million on 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 Julian, maybe we're underpricing him or overpricing it. It's all about the future. We're bridging it now into the EPL to where in the future we could say, look, we've transferred three players already at a price that's been in favor of the other team. We've shown that we could do this. Now let's talk. This is my yeah. this is what I feel. It's on this side. So and, and, and also. We have to assume that, like, uh, in a few, in in one or two transfer windows, we won't have COVID privacy, right? Right now, we're like, yeah, no, the market's, we have COVID, yeah, the market's it's, it's, weird. 
Yeah. yeah so, so like, I, I, you know, I think we see more money, more influx of money for for players down the line. Right now, those six million, I, I'd say go. But, but I think it does throw a wrench, though, right? Because I think coming into season, uh, I'm sure Vanny and and definitely us, we're thinking of like, hey, I mean, last week I said it's Pavon. If Pavon's here, is Pavon the first name on the, on the start eleven, and then you follow that with Julian. Right, because that's promise right there. That's like, and it's promise developing in our eyes. So uh, yeah, I am a little sad if, if he is to leave. I would be a little sad uh, and see him go because I banked on another season, getting another season on him before he gets go. But I don't think I don't think he's in a position to pass up a six million dollar offer if that's the case. Um, all right, let, 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 let's let's keep talking about it. Uh, in uh, when he talked about uh. When he talked about uh, the team, the squad in, in Corner of the Galaxy, there was a conversation about him. What does he need to bring uh, in for the team immediately? Or, you know, where's it at? Um, and he pretty much said everything. I don't know if you guys heard it. Like, he, because he, he, he said, um, he talked about the midfield, he talked about defense, and he talked about goalie. Like, he, he went through the whole thing. Uh, listen, it's a little vague, but I don't think he's wrong. Right. If you guys heard what he said, uh, I don't think he's wrong. Uh, talking to the goalkeepers, and he said, "You know, you need you, you need somebody who's secure back there. Uh, uh, you need somebody who, who could you know solidify, solidify your back line and kind of give you that reassurance back there." He's not wrong. Yeah, right? I think he, he strongly he's, he strongly called out uh, the center back position. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Which, I mean, he's been watching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think. I mean, yeah, defense definitely like that's a given, you know. But yeah, we definitely we need a cam, dude. We need uh, we need someone who can just create a spark. Yeah, it, it, and, and and so and again, I'm just bringing I, I brought that up because, uh, again, is that thought of him or is it an acknowledgement that he understands the needs of this club, right, or what he needs to bring in. Uh, you know, he, he he did mention like they, that he, he we do have some players and he called some players out by name. Uh, Chicha, Jonah, uh, I think it was the Jet, and I know he mentioned Arajo. Uh, but he did mention like he bringing in players. Again, it's key, right? Because this happens the same day he is announced to the press and he's talking about he has to bring in players at certain positions already, like center back, calling out center back for being one of them. Not necessarily having to fucking sugarcoat it and say, "Hey, I got to talk to my center back." Like he knows he needs to address some certain things, uh, and, and and he's stating it out publicly and he's stating it out like pretty clearly, uh, which is a good sign because you won't see this thing where like a player a player comes to the coach to to bring to let him stay just because he he's a sweetheart or whatever. Fuck, he could talk to somebody, right? Like this seems like there's gonna be some more um, more action. He understands what the action is. I'm really excited about that uh, because it, it, again. If he if he fails right, and there's a big possibility he fails because you know we've seen we've seen four coaches, five coaches, whatever fail already. So it's a possibility he fails. But if he fails, at least he'll fail with a clear intention. Um, or he could be me, all talk. Or he could be what? Or he could be all talk. Or he could be all talk. Even if he's all talk. Listen, I, I'm telling you, if if he's all talk and he convinced like the leaders of, of, of the locker room. I think you get something, man. We just, we just need to have everybody pushing the same fucking in the same direction. Uh, and I feel like he, he, listen, if, if Klein does, but out like as, as you know, we, we've heard he'll, he'll do, uh, and you let DTK and, and Greg do their thing. 
Uh, I'm still big on DTK. I like DTK. I like everything that 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 Vanny said. He's talked right now about academy, and every single time I've I've heard him talk, he talked about the youth every single time I heard him talk. Uh, and let me just add a little more to that. He also has talked about being a builder, about building, about what attracted him to this role was uh the fact that he got a chance to rebuild it, right? Like so. I mean. I'm not crazy here, right? This is shit that we wanted. This is like, again, can be lip services, but this is exactly what we wanted, right? We've been talking about we need to rebuild this whole damn thing, and not just kind of put stuff yeah, on. I'm not sure. Stuff, right? I'm not sure we ever got that from GPS. I'm not sure we ever got that from GPS. I think it was hard know? to get anything from GPS just because the language barrier. And that's it, that's it, right? I, I agree with you because, um, like that. Well, I mean, we heard his interviews in Spanish too. It wasn't anything, yeah. you know, that we wanted to hear. Also, like. He always gave the political correct answer, like the very uh, vague, over the top, you know, as possible. And let me get out of this interview. And then he had interviews time that we were like, "What the fuck are you watching?" And so, and to address uh, Manny Martinez in the chat, he asked if I'm pro Vanny. Yeah, I'm pro Vanny because he's our coach. I mean, there's it'll be it'll be dumb to for me to be (laughs) against. He's at the helm. You get me so. Yeah, I'm pro Vanny. I I really hope it works out. Shit, if it's not the guy that I wanted, and the team works out, then I'm all for it. But uh, I mean, it is what it is. So 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 let's do this, right? Let's do this because I don't want to don't want to pull longer too much. Uh, George and Masa, you guys heard uh, obviously our, our conversation right now, but you also heard uh, the press the press conference and some of the podcasts. Uh, where you at right now? Like right now, uh, your thoughts on Greg Vanny today? I'm chilling right now. Go ahead, Masa. I'm chilling. I'm reserved. I don't want to get my hopes up, but that's not Vanny's fault, though. That's uh, the G's last couple seasons. I don't want to be hyped. I don't want to expect certain things. I know this shit's going to take some time. Maybe next year I'll be more hyped about it. Uh, This year I don't want to get my hopes up, to be honest. So that's how I feel right now. So and and, and fair enough, but um, like I, I it, so it's kind of hard for me to accept the fact that you want to be reserved when we're in a podcast talking about the guy. You know, when we're trying to we're here to share well, our I mean, opinion. So uh, so it's a little hard for me to accept that. But yeah, so let, I mean, let, me, have, let me rephrase my it. Is, my let, let me re- is we we made the right choice. That to me that would have been mm-hmm. the choice I would have made. I would have brought in Greg Vanny. Um, I don't think they're wrong there. I just. I don't want to get high, bro. Like uh, it's not something I can do. Like right no, no, now. no. So, so that's what. Let me rephrase it, just so so we can take that off of it, right? Um, based on based on what Vanny said, based on what Vanny said, um, and again, try to remove like you believing or not. Like based on what Vanny said, like where do you feel he's at? Does he understand what he needs to do for the galaxy? Based on what he said, you know how you feeling about that? Like do you see where he's at. And again, I don't want to. I don't want to explain too much because I don't want to give you. I don't want to put my opinion into it. I kind of want to get yours. Uh, but anything on what he said, like, is there anything that, that you disagree with or you you highly agree with? Uh, bringing in the youth, playing uh, academy players, I think that's the right move. If he somehow manages to uh, incorporate more youth with uh, you know more established veteran players, I think that's always the right move, and you keep you know, the flow going like that. I think that's for me, the most important thing from what I got from his presser. So that's yeah. if I'm excited about something, it's that. 
Uh, and George, again, you follow it up however you want to. You know, thoughts on on Vanny right now? I I said it a, a couple uh, a little while back, but I feel that he's saying all the right things to hold him accountable and hold the team accountable in the future. Uh, he's already. It sounds like he's already making moves, and uh, from what Tony was saying, that he's been uh, running it for about a week and a half, two weeks, from what he got. Uh, so it, it it sounds like the way that he's speaking, he's also uh, watched games in the past, so he knows where our weak points at. And I, I feel he's saying all the right things. I I wish preseason started tomorrow, to be honest with you, but then at the mm-hmm. same time, I don't because I want to see all these moves happen. If I don't see something in a week or two, two weeks, then I'm going to be saying, okay, what you're saying and what's happening is not kind of aligning with what, with what we want to know. Now you're going to put me in a position where – do I start believing DFO? Do I believe that you're all talk? You have to understand that we're a we're a fan base where a lot of shit has happened in the last couple of years. So mm-hmm. listen, we have if we're we damaged. Have a, yeah, if we have a coach on a short leash, we have the right to have that. And we mm-hmm. have DFO's already on a short leash with us. But you know, so if you're Greg Vanny, let me ask, what do you guys what do you guys feel next season? What what needs to happen next season for us to call it like a successful season? I think for me, it's easy. Show that there is some type of structure to the way that you're playing. Go out there and fight for the crest, and that's it. I, I I'm not going to say playoffs. I'm not going to say MLS Cup because we've all said it. It's going to take time for us to get mm-hmm. to the final product of us getting back to that dynasty that we've loved. But I I want some clarity in what style of play we're going to play. I want the coach to hold the players accountable. I want players to hold their teammates accountable. And I want I want us to go out there and just compete. It's that simple for me. Uh, you know what I want to see? I want to see consistency, right? Same mm-hmm. same level of energy, same play play style throughout the year, right? Win some, lose some, draw some, whatever it is. But I want the team to resemble a vision, some kind of vision, some kind of style, right? Um, we haven't had that. We haven't had that for a long time now. Like we're we're not necessarily listen, go back and listen to any other pod, just at random, choose a pod. And you'll hear us, especially the tailgate pods, you'll hear us talk about it's super hard to predict this team right now because mm-hmm. they don't show up week in, week out. Like it's weird. So that you know what I want to see next season? And and I think I'll be content, maybe not happy, but content, is consistency throughout the whole the whole, the whole series, the whole the whole season. Uh, we'll see where we come Yeah, up. we have just, a, a running joke. Running joke in one of our chats uh, of how many crosses per game you know go through um, <laughs> when the galaxy play and it's true, dude. Yeah, it's I accurate. mean, you, I spent I some of the quarantine I spent uh, rewatching 2014 games and just the style of play is beautiful, dude. Just the way they pass the ball and we played through the middle. We don't do that. We have not done that in so many seasons. We just don't play through the middle. We don't pass the ball in tight spaces. And that's something that I I would like to see in a future Galaxy team, um, especially with like the players and the style of play that's out now. I want to see that back in this jersey and on that field. Yeah, I, yes. I, I mean everything you just said, right? Um, it's only like again, I, I I want I obviously want success for the club, right? And that's measured by trophies in in, in our league, uh, but. I, w- I don't want flashing the bank trophy. I want like, I want to compete for the trophy every single fucking season. Right. 
Uh, and you can't do that without, you know, everything we just talked about today. Uh, Tony, actually, so let me let me flip that on you now. Uh, you've been like you were you were on the meeting with supporters. You, you've been listening through everything going on in the next in the next few weeks. What do you expect to see from, you know, from what he's been saying? And I think you're like you're, you're like me. We're, we're both bought into Kool-Aid. So, uh, you know, I think we have some expectations that are probably exceeding most of ours. But like share us. Share with us what, what, what you think um, the next few weeks should look like, in your opinion. I want to see us sign a goalkeeper and say that Devin Bingham is not returning to his team. <laughs> um, yeah, start there, huh? And yeah, just, I just want to see, yeah, I just want to see some signings, uh, you know, interesting signings. Um, and just internally, maybe some communication with the coach and, you know, like what we've been talking about. Um, yeah. Try to pick his brain um and get to know him too because you know we just know what he what we've been you know told in in press conferences and stuff like that and kind of yeah i want to hear what he has to say and i want to see what what more of his vision is out there what he wants man i i am i am super i think that i'm excited for that well excited for that i'm 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 curious about that i'm i'm anxious about that is like what is what what is this team day day with vanny at the helm like you know, what what is his what is his style? Like, are we gonna bitch and moan? Like, I, obviously, I think if we could see Toronto's Toronto's games and kind of get a sense of that. But are we gonna bitch and groan about him not not being out in the touchline inside the field yelling at players? Or are we gonna bitch about him being doing that too much? Like, all that is super. Uh, like, I'm excited about him. I'm I'm really interested in seeing because. Uh, Look, man, we're Galaxy fans. We're gonna be pissed <laughs> off at something. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, but. yes i i agree with that um so here right uh you you you're definitely from 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 what we share on on different chats you're definitely more of a pessimist when it comes to um the fo right uh i think you're pessimist not even pessimist i think i think you're you demand a lot from the club uh because you put in a lot for the club uh a bunch of things right tell me yeah, um, you, 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 uh, I was in ACB leadership for a few years. Um, even when, yeah, I, I went in, gosh, probably like December 2015, and it was the communication with the FO back then was bad, man. It was just, we had a bad. What bad, communication? The FO had bad staff. <laughs> they had bad staff at that point. I mean, there's no other way to put it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, things have severely gone better, you know, but still, there's, there's still a lot of stuff where we say like they, they have missteps and stuff like that. And it's just growing pains. Um, at some points we just don't see each other eye to eye on some things. And, you know, that's going to happen because we're completely different people, you know, completely. Yeah. It, listen, it, 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 and big reason why I brought you in, why I asked you to join us in the show today is because of that, right? Because you, I think you, as well as Masa share a lot of same frustration that, uh, that a lot of our galaxy fans share. Um, but you and Contra Zamasa right now are, are buying into into Vanny. Mm-hmm. So 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 here, uh, what what would you say for for like the people who are like minded uh, and, and share those frustrations uh, for for the same reasons or different reasons to share frustrations with the galaxy? Uh, what what do, you, what do you tell them? Like how what's your approach for the season? Like uh, you know how much you believe in it? How much we, skepticism? What what are you doing for the season personally? We got to go in knowing that we're we're going to fight this season, but it probably won't end with a, you know, MLS Cup. Mm-hmm. Let's be realistic. Just because, you know, the 
Look at the look at the the um look at the roster. It's a lot of what we saw last season. Unless those players literally did not give us anything last season or the season before that, and you know, turn it up to eleven this season, then we're in for a ride, you know. But I don't I mean I don't think that's the case. Um Vanny needs time to build the roster his way with the, the pieces he wants. And you know, that's gonna take time. Some contracts need to run out. He needs to get a feel for some players. He he needs to see which players are going to give it their all and which players aren't. Um, and then, and, and then we need to we... and we need to be patient this season. We just need yeah. to be patient. Okay, dude. cool. And, and, but and like I, I said, that... we we just need progress. We need to see something where we're like, okay, that was better than, or that's something I haven't seen before. With yeah. you know this it, team, or, that's something I haven't seen in a few seasons. And and, and that and that's what I wanted to ask you, right? Because um. Man, G fans, we're trigger happy, right? Like, like, especially on Twitter. And like, and no, Twitter's not real life. Like, I, I understand Twitter's not real life, but most of the, most of, most of y'all follow y'all on 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 Twitter, and that's where I interact with you most of the time. Um, we're trigger happy, man. Something goes wrong, here and we're like, fill the blank out, right? Like, we start the head like real quick. Uh, so I was curious to see, like, like if 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 your mindset was that of patience, uh, because I mean, yeah, like, I want to see. Do? I won't judge until what is it, November twenty twenty three. Like completely judge. I'm gonna say some stuff, you know, on the way, on the road, because that's just <laughs> who I am too. I'm very passionate. I'm a very passionate yeah. person. I, I yeah. get pissed off pretty easily, especially when it comes to this team. As you should. But you know, but you know, like it's because I have high expectations for the team and the club, and like you know what we've done before. I've seen it with my own eyes. What we can do. Yeah, um, I, you're not wrong there. So, um, Dope. Let's uh, listen again. Thanks for thanks for hopping on. Uh, we we have questions, so let's run the questions and then, and then we'll finish it off, so we won't take more of your night. Um, but again, it, like listen, this 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 pod is really intended just to kind of have that conversation about Vanny and just kind of you know, just the questions out there and kind of have some discussions because for some of us it is is there's a lot of optimism there with having him. For some of us, less. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think um, I think it's a new page for for the club. All right, we'll, we'll see we'll see how this story gets written out. But it's a new page for the club. Um, and like George said, like uh, whether that was his man or not, like he's in the club now. So like at least from you know from the guys you have on, on the camera or on screen right now, we're backing him because because uh, he's our coach, right? And, and and they're saying a lot. Uh, George, should we get questions? Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, go ahead and uh, and rock them. All right, uh, we're starting off with Junior. <laughs> Rams continue the tradition of LA eliminating Seattle from the playoffs at their home. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. I've seen that. Seen that. Fucking Ralph right. even came back in, huh? Yeah, he had to. The other quarterback fucking almost broke his neck. All right. Um, Lucifer wants to know: Will Tony be willing to meet up with me in Japan again in 2022? Hell yeah, bro! Actually, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, 2022. We're <laughs> our goal was to go 2021 again. But, uh, that's sick. Yeah, we're gonna go for Super <laughs> Nintendo World. But oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. sick. Dude, life, man, that's fucking sick. Life, can, can we life happens. Can we, for a second? But, yeah. can, can we pause here for a second? Have you guys seen oh, the, 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 you, the food menu? Go for it. Go for it. Mm-hmm. For, for Super Nintendo World? Yeah, the food menu for Super Nintendo World. No, never. Really Bruh, uh, listen, uh, we'll tweet something out, but it's crazy because it looks fucking dope. Uh, Tony, you're gonna share yeah. a, story, a quick story. Yeah, I met up with him uh, at a random ass freaking uh, uh, train station in 
in Japan, in Gotemba, on his birthday of all days, too. And we we ate at a, a ramen place right there at the train station. And he, he was uh, he was going to go to the forest, go hiking <laughs> and take oh, no pictures. Uh, <laughs> and then I took a... I took a two-hour bus ride over to my hotel by Mount Fuji that, that night. Were you guys just happened to both be there and you guys met up, or, or was that some? Was it planned? He was stationed out in Japan, kind of near where I was gonna stay one night, and uh, uh, I told him, "Let's meet up, dude. Yeah, let's meet up." And yeah, dude, he came through. We met up. It was good. It was nice. It was nice to see someone from from back home, you know, in a yeah, a few yeah, thousand yeah. miles away. That's fucking dope. That's dope as shit. Hey, these All snacks right. are fucking dope. <laughs> oh, they're right. for, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, and then we have another one that says, Logan Jones wants to know, what DP for Cam do you want to see come to play for us? I don't have a name. I don't have a name. But uh, as I said last week, if we get somebody with similar attributes as Jovinko, Shit. or you're looking at a Blanco, or you're looking at... at uh, Seattle's guy, uh, fuck, what's his name? Uh, the midfielder. Or, uh, yeah, yeah. or Rodriguez? Rodriguez? Nicolo Dero. Yeah, Nico. Like, mm. if you guess, that quality, right? That, that, that quality who, with a swift pass, changes the whole dynamic of, of a play, changes the, the look of the attack. That's what we need. We need a fucking a puppet master, somebody who pulls strings, like, right in that pocket. Uh, yeah, I, we've again, seen Banny pull in someone like Jovinko and Osuelo. Yeah. So those were two of his players that pulled in. So he, I, I think he has a keen eye for, for yeah. that. Hopefully, it, it works for us too. Listen, a uh, 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 Jovinko, Osuelo, any of those, right? Like, but any other name, but with that kind of skill, that's what we need for Cam, in my opinion. Masa, you agree? A hundred percent. I've been saying this for fucking two or three seasons already. Jesus you, Christ. You and uh you and Angel. You've been crying for it for Dude, a while. He huh? said it so much for he even thought Fabio was a good cam. <laughs> Fabio is a good cam. <laughs> not a Jovinko. <laughs> no, of course not, but he was not a DP either. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh Alyssa from Twitter wants to know, do you think Vanny will follow through with everything he has put out? I I'll I want to answer this on mine. I feel that he's saying all the right things where we need to have him follow through. And if he doesn't, then it's time to shit on him, just like you guys did with Klein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen. Uh, yeah. No, exactly that. I'm not saying anything else, George. <laughs> George, edit. Right, uh, Glenn with one end wants to know. It seems like there's a threat of a chance that we are back at Dignity Health Sports Park come fall autumn. What does being back at the stadium and in the stands looks like? By man being back, uh, by being back does he mean fans yeah 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 back at the stadium in the, in, in the fall uh good fucking question uh and that's that's the puzzle that uh, me and the acb board uh, uh, tony and, and the victoria block uh, leadership and and all the sgs are are questioning right like listen for acb just full transparency we have a meeting tomorrow uh where that's the topic of discussion right uh we're we're planning a season that's completely remote and a season that's in the stands, but we don't know what that looks like. Uh, so day to day, and we have to figure out how safe it is, right? Because if it's all safe, then it's it's another another day at the stands, right? It's another it's another game where we go balls to the walls. But if it's not, then we're gonna take the the, the measured precautions to make sure everybody's safe. Because again, like for me, and and I'm sure for like all me and the ACB leadership, and I'm sure the same for for Victoria Block. The number one concern is the safety of all our members and their families, right? Question. So, yep. Uh, when it comes from someone that 
from the outside looking in. So I'm seeing a lot of uh, sports venues open up at, ma- at minimum capacity. Um, would Victoria Block be open to having a one third full Victoria Block, or would you, or, or or is it something where you guys would say, obviously, you, I'm, I might be getting you without talking to anyone. Would it be yeah. something where no, we want it full, we want it full, we're not doing one third. Uh, Listen, me, me, me and I can answer the same way by saying, like, if that's an option, that's something we will have the discussion about because we've never been about exclusion, right? Like, we've never been like, oh, you have to pay to sit here. You just had to get a ticket to be in B Block. And that's like, that's something that we, 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 we're, we're all about. We're all about, like, hey, if you want to join us for one game, join us for one game. And the scenario you're, you're talking about, like, we would have to make decisions on who could, who could come in. And that's a toughie. Like, that's a tough one, right? Like, cause, there's a lot behind like, that. Yeah, like that's that that that's like a big discussion with all the heads of the support groups uh, to come to some kind of agreement. Uh, yeah, so like no no real answer for that. Like like if that's a scenario that's presented to us, with that's definitely a long ass conversation we have with all the all the leaders of support groups in Victoria Block. That's future uh, like- Tony problems. <laughs> yeah, not right oh, now. Shit, this is future Tony. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, so I will want to know. Last question. Who would you want to see get slimed if they play MLS games on Nickelodeon? You know, I fucking missed the chance to watch it via Nickelodeon. I ended up watching on stupid ass ESPN. Never would I thought that I would want to watch a football game on Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon? <laughs> Who's getting slimed though? Who's getting slimed? Hmm. Galaxy player or MLS player? No, Galaxy player. Fuck MLS. <laughs> Galaxy player getting slimed. Not Jonah because he'll slip and then get injured. So yep. hundred percent. Yep. Nobody. All right. Uh, yeah, nothing that comes to mind that will make that make it funny. I I think uh I, I like to see I like to see Steris or somebody who has like very very like almost no facial reactions to when they're speaking. Uh, to see them react to like having slime on their very face. Good. Bingham getting slimed on the way out. Maybe he's gonna slam I'll take that. Kitchen be another one though. Yeah, because he's he's like stoic. He, he doesn't have a lot of facial reaction. So getting him slammed would be be funny. Uh, ever for the lows? Yeah, I agree. Dude. I, was, I was gonna say that as well. All right, uh, was that it? Was it? Dope. Uh, again, yo, thank you very much for shooting in the questions. Uh, uh, the questions get you know they'll they'll get in depth once we get the season started or once we get some players acquisitions and all that. Uh, but again, uh, thanks for shooting them, Tony. Thanks for hopping on, bro. I know I hit you up. Uh, well, I hit you up with a few days events, which is a lot better than what I do for most of the guests. Uh, so, but I appreciate you. I appreciate you hopping on and having a conversation with us. Uh, again, thank you so much for putting that thread together. I really thought it was informative for like the whole Galaxy community. So, uh, link in the description. Make sure to check that out. Give Anna a follow. He's part of B-Block Leadership. So, also a good co- uh, connection to have if you have any questions surrounding uh, B-Block or ACB. Uh, he, you know, so he knows who to point you to. Uh, and with that being said, oh, actually... Tony, any, anything, anything else before we close out? Nah, just thanks for reminding me, guys. It's it's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks for thanks for being here. Uh, with that being said, it's another episode of straight from the stats. I'm your boy Rudy at I am Smarts on Twitch. I am Smarts on the Gram. I am Smarts on Twitter. I almost had it. That was close. You're getting better. Uh, it, yeah. George J undefeated seven. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Peace, love, and Jesus. Peace, y'all. Have a good night. Mm-hmm.